Hey guys, welcome to Cut the Karma. I'm Jess. And I'm Julie. And we are two entrepreneurial sisters and mothers who are into spirituality. We're trying to do better and be better in our everyday lives, and we're sharing our journeys to inspire you to do the same. Hey guys. Hey guys. So today we're talking about the seventh law of karma, which is law of focus. You can't think of two things at the same time. So my mind goes to uh, fear and love, how you can't think about fear and love at the same time. Like they're two completely opposites and they can't be in the same thought. Mm -hmm. Right, Joel? Yeah. Do you guys know who Abraham Hicks is? I'm going to try to break this down. Esther Hicks is a woman who is a channeler for a couple thousand light beings. I believe it's a couple thousand. And they hold a vibration named Abraham. And so when she channels, she's like up on stage and you see a woman, but what's coming out of her mouth is a lower octave and it's she's channeling these light beings named Abraham. If you think that this is absolutely wild, I urge you to YouTube her just to see. I mean, it is wild. It is wild. It is amazing. It is amazing. Um, And these light beings from a different dimension have crazy information for us as human beings. They have higher perspectives and it's really... I don't know. It's eye-opening. Yeah, it is. It's heart-opening. Yeah. So whether you believe it or not, if she's doing it or not, that's for a different day. But I think if we can all be open to the teachings and learn something, I know that for myself and Mike, we've listened to Abraham uh, a lot. I actually was listening to Abraham ever since I was 19 years old. Mm. Um, So... I just have learned a lot from him, them, her, whatever. I don't even yeah. know. Whatever pronoun you want to use. And Abraham talks about this emotional scale and how at the bottom of the scale there's fear. And then it spirals upwards. And then at the top of the emotional scale, there's love. So in between fear and love, there's different emotions uh, that goes higher. So I'm going to botch this, but it's basically like, fear and rage, anger, disappointment, depression, then there's like neutral, then there's acceptance and there's happiness and joy and so on. And they say that you can't hold an emotion, you can't hold two emotions at once or thoughts at once. So you can't have a negative thought and a positive thought at the same time. And so if you're feeling rage, how can you find the next best feeling or the next best thought, the next best action step to kick yourself out of that vibration to get to a higher one? And then when you get to that higher one, how can you get yourself to the the other next best feeling? Mm -hmm. And so I think about that scale so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm not doing well one day, it's like, okay, I, I do have to force myself out of this to focus on something different. And that has helped me just so much. And it's something that I started to teach, um, 
in some of my courses. So I, I teach something called the energetic upgrade course, which is teaching people how to take their energy from a current state and alchemize it to a higher frequency so that they feel happier, more joy. They, they have magic coming out of their fingertips, meaning they can be their own psychic, they can be their own medium, just basically how to work with your own intuition. And there's different stages of my course. Um, there's the first volume and then the second volume. But we talk about alchemizing our energy. How do you take it from where it is and make it better? And you can do that in so many different modalities and techniques. But I offer something in the very beginning of the volume one course called Prime Week. And in Prime Week, we look at our mind, body, and spirit, and we say, what little kind of easy things can we do to tweak to get ourselves ready to really dig deep? And one easier thing that it's like, really, you teach that in a course? And it's like, yes, but it's a great foundation, is just looking at your life and looking at the things that you consume. So are you, you know, what's on your social media feed? Or what are you watching at the end of the day? Are you watching like people ripping each other apart and making fun of each other and, you know, um, comparing and jealousy and all of that kind of negative stuff that just holds gunk in your spiritual self mm -hmm. and in your mind and in your emotions. And if you are, then how can you slowly take that out of your life and how can you put into your life more creativity and more laughter mm. and more heart-centered information and when i say heart-centered information and spirituality a lot of people think that that's always just being serious and i have to say that spirituality is actually really supposed to be fun Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be life-giving and life-changing. And you can't really change your life without a little bit of fun in it. Yeah, totally. You know? So that's what I... Well, and I just had another aha moment sitting mm -hmm. here Tell listening me. to what she was saying. So I, when she was talking about looking at the content that you absorb... I was thinking about the type of TV that I used to watch years ago. Oh. I used to watch like The Bad Girls Club and like What is that? <laughs> so corny. <laughs> but like they basically got a group of maybe six girls together, bad girls, self-proclaimed bad girls, put them in a house and let them live their life for like 3 months and it was a reality show, so you know the cameras are around, but these girls were like get in physical altercations and like drag each other across oh the gosh. floors like every day it was just drinking and fighting it was trash tv complete trash but it was like entertaining to me and i watched that stuff Ugh. and i used to watch a lot of like um like true crime like murder kind of like kidnapping shows mm. and I was always interested in that stuff because I'm interested in the psychology behind that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I've found myself now, I can't watch that stuff anymore. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. Yeah, like it was either ratchet TV <laughs> or it was like 
true crime, yeah, like killing, murder, like um, the mind of a serial killer, all of that sort of thing. And I can't do it anymore. It just makes me feel yucky when I try and watch that stuff. And I think it's because I've just, I'm in a higher vibration now. Mm -hmm. Like I live my life in a higher vibration that it just doesn't feel right to me when I watch that. I don't have the urge to watch that stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're, you actually have been working yourself up on the emotional scale to the point where once you tap into something that's lower vibrational, you're like, oh, got to get out. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's definitely something that I do teach is how to prime yourself for the deeper work. And the deeper work is alchemizing your energy, taking yourself from focusing on something that's um, less life-giving to you to something higher life-giving. And I'm trying to use different words than positive and negative here. Mm. Um, but we really truly are all magicians. We really are. And people don't understand when I say like, you're a psychic and you're a medium. Did you know that? Like nope. it's, it's innate in you yeah. and we all have that. We, so and we all have the ability that has magic inside of us to create the life that we want, create better, focus on better things. Because what you put your focus and attention to is what you get really good at. Yeah. Okay. So you can be a really great fighter. Well, it's like practice makes perfect. That's where exactly. that whole you know slogan came from mm-hmm. that we tell our kids. And, yeah. and I've been told as a child, practice makes perfect. You know, show up to that swim practice every day. Yeah. You show up every day, your best, do your best, try as hard as you can. You know, you will reap the benefits from that. Mm-hmm. And what is that? We never get sayings right, but something we like. We don't. We're the worst with that. Where your intention goes. Uh, yeah, where your attention goes, inten- or intention flows, or something like that. Intention oh, follows, man. or guys, crap. I'm sure lots of you know exactly what we're trying to say. <laughs> we are not one for quotes, no, at all. But I always know the quote when we're not podcasting, when we're not sitting here. Yeah, I, we're put on the spot. Yeah, um, <laughs> but that holds truth to it. So. How can you alchemize your energy on a deeper level? And from a spiritual standpoint, you may have just an everyday standpoint, but for a spiritual standpoint, for me, I teach people to be um, aware of your aura and your aura tells you a lot about yourself and it tells you, you know, if you're people pleasing. So basically if you are sitting in a room and you watch someone walk in and you're like, oh my God, she's beautiful. Oh, she's larger than life. And she just lights up the room. That person has like a super clear, beautiful, big, bright aura. And she lives like a clean life. And then you could walk, watch someone walk in and you're like, oof, I really don't want to talk to that person. You kind of make your way nonchalantly to the other side of the room. They don't have like such a bright good, happy, come talk to me type aura, Mm -hmm. right? So we all know what our aura is like. If we stop and we just sit with ourselves and we breathe and we um, draw attention to our aura, like what are we giving off? What 
Because whatever we give off is what we are producing inside of us. Oh, okay. Okay, so when you used to be in that bad girl's club, you know, type of life. <laughs> well, I never lived a bad girl's club life. No, but, but being you know the I mean? observer yeah, of observer it. <laughs> of that, your aura was probably a little bit more muddy, yeah. a little bit more closed, a little bit more cloudy. And now you are having a business that's doing very well and you're you're happier and, and living vibrant, living cleaner. So it's, you know, it's taking notice of the energy that you are producing because that a lot of times it's easier to observe what you are producing outside of you than what you are producing inside of you because mm. sometimes it's, um, really a hard pill to swallow. Well, and thinking about it, like during that time when I enjoyed those type of shows, it was like a reflection of how you're living, yeah, how I was living my life and how I did feel inside, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just so interesting. Yeah. Um, I think a lot about putting a positive twist on negative situations like I'm a optimist at heart. I've always been just a very optimistic person. So it's it comes easy to me to think positively about things. So for example, like let's say you got fired from your job or whatever. Um, you know, instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I got fired from my job. What are people going to think about me? Where am I going to get money to pay my bills? How am I going to take care of my family? And just wallowing in that self-pity spin it around and be like okay well you know at least now I have more time to spend with my kids at least I can start looking for a job that I really want you know put that positive spin and once you do that it makes every situation not so bad Mm -hmm. like for example I can just relate it to my own example over COVID I was a massage therapist and when the world closed down I couldn't work anymore. So I was basically laid off for that period of time until we were able to be open again. But being laid off really created the space and the time for me to sit there and reflect on what do I want to be doing? How do I want to spend my life? Do I still want to be a massage therapist? Do I still want to go and work for somebody else? Do I want to be tied to somebody else's rules and hours and and this and that? And At the time, I was finishing up my aromatherapy certification that I was having just a very hard time finishing because I did not have the time. But once COVID came, gave me the time to finish all of that up. And I ended up just naturally, organically starting my business, my aromatherapy business in Seven Pines from that open space that I had during COVID. Mm -hmm. So instead of going back to my previous employer, once we were able to, I just stayed working for myself and created my own business. And that for me was a huge opportunity that would not have come if the world didn't shut down for COVID. Well, so tell them how you thought positively about it and other people thought negatively. Right. So instead of you know, me being like, oh my gosh, I'm laid off. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do for work? How am I going to make money? Um, You know, what am I going to do for the next eight weeks? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow, this is 
amazing because mm-hmm. now I have the time to finish up my certification. I have the time to homeschool my kids because now they're online, you know, whereas if I was not let go of my job, I don't know what I would have done to help my kids with online schooling if I had to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you'd have to find babysitters and somebody to help them with school and this and that. I mean, there's a whole thing, but it, I just started thinking of, yeah, this is the beginning of a new life and new decisions for me. And for me, I know that I caught wind from a lot of people upset that others were starting new businesses during COVID. Like, how dare they? How dare they go out and try to make money off of people while we are in a pandemic? And I saw it in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. I saw it as, you have no idea what that soul... <laughs> Here, we all are born with a soul plan and a soul mission and a soul purpose, okay? You never know what you, my sister Jess, what she signed up for as her sole plan. Maybe, how old are you? How old are you? 39? How old am I now? Yeah. 39. 39. And so at 38, you started this business, right? Mm-hmm. So she could have, for her sole plan, planted the seed that at 38, she was going to start a new business during a world pandemic. And you felt that inside of you. You knew that you could help and you could make mask mists that were antibacterial and mm-hmm. antimicrobial to, to help people during this time. And you could you could help them in some sort of way. And I was getting so angry at people and I shouldn't get angry, but I'm just <laughs> here living my truth. You're getting defensive for me I was getting defensive for you that... You know, they were saying, how dare people open up a business? And I'm saying, how dare you stop someone in their tracks from waking up from their soul mission? If they feel as though that they can help other people and themselves during this time, hell yes, do it. Do it because people need help. People want something beautiful to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And you need to help yourself too. Right. You know, you're a single mom of two. Right. So do what you got to do to carry on it. If it's making a better, making the world a better place, you right. know what I mean? And so what, what I'm sitting here saying is that it's the same situation everyone is in, but many people chose to look at the negatives and many people chose to look at the positives. Mm-hmm. And I also see that it flip-flopped during different times of you know, certain people would think negatively about something and then it would flip flop and they would have a change of mind. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. Now, I don't think that we should sit here during a pandemic and be jolly and happy and all that kind of stuff. I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. It's just taking a situation and how can you look at it and how can you find the next best emotion to make yourself thrive during a really crappy horrible situation. Right. And I was, I was just going to say, and we are not discounting the hardships that many, many people went through. No, not at all. Lots of people lost loved ones. Lots of people lost their, their jobs and their fine, any financial, you know, support that they had. A lot of people struggled through this pandemic and we are not discounting that whatsoever, but it's, it's like Julie said, getting to that awareness of we can choose how we look at the situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, that's really important because a positive outlook will carry you so far. Well, think about it like this too. Um, 
So my husband has always wanted to start his own business. And he he was just didn't know how to take the leap. And we would talk about it. And uh, two days before Thanksgiving, during COVID, I was pregnant. Um, he was laid off. So we lost our family car because our family car was his company car. So they needed that back. We lost our income and our health insurance. And here I am getting ready to give birth. Yeah. And I work you know, part-time self-employed self-employed, and we have a little toddler here. And I had a tough pregnancy, meaning that they, I had to go through a lot of different testings because they thought that Zoe um, wasn't developing in a healthy way in my womb. So I was going through a lot of different tests for that, which I just knew were like racking up. And I was like, oh my God. It's expensive. Yeah. It's, it, so there was a lot happening, but you know that and that was two days before thanksgiving and you know what on thanksgiving we said how can we give thanks how can we just be grateful for the situation and we said let's turn it around mm -hmm. let's absolutely turn it around and we did and and we just took many small steps to get to where we wanted to be because what you appreciate appreciates yes that's what you, we Oprah were looking for and maya <laughs> that, that's the quote we were looking for what you appreciate that's not the quote i was looking for but well, that's okay okay maybe that was what i was looking for. i don't know but that just made me think of that yeah what you appreciate in your life mm -hmm. you will get more of mm -hmm. so be grateful for what you do have yep so it's all about where you put your attention as well. Yes. So that's it for today, guys. Yeah, there's the law of focus for you. Um, <laughs> the next law we're going to be talking about is the law of giving and hospitality. Demonstrating our selflessness shows uh, true intentions. I'm sorry, I have the worst handwriting. I'm trying to read my notes. Uh, <laughs> so we will see you all back next time. Bye.